God, after that buildup, this show better be worth it. Am I right? I know, right? That was lot. awesome. That's the first time I've seen it. Like, yeah, dude. Action. I uh, Travis, Travis did that, everybody. Yeah, I spent a lot of time working on it, trying to figure out how to use Final Cut Pro for the first time, and uh, it was an experience. So I think I think you've learned how to use it. I think that was uh, that was fantastic. Yeah, channeling the inner uh, neon and Stranger Things vibes. Welcome, everyone, to episode 133 of Nerds with Mikes. Today, we have a packed show. Uh, we're also going to talk about some spoilers uh, for the Berries season finale, or series finale, rather. Um, Sadly. Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. But also, <laughs> we're going to talk about, um, you know, what are some of our favorite uh, series finales? What are some of our least favorite series finales? We've already then, disagreed a little bit. Yes, we have. And then also, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about uh, what our thoughts were around Sony's state of play. Uh, probably don't have a whole lot to talk about there, but we are going to uh, briefly touch on it. Um, but without further ado, let's get into it. Thank everybody that's uh, listening or watching. Um, we uh, always like to start the show off by talking about what we've been up to. So, Justin, why don't you tell our viewers and listeners uh, what you've been up to? But before you do that, I do want to uh, preface, uh, we are trying a new platform for streaming. Uh, you may notice that the look and feel is a little bit different. We're trying out some different platforms to see what we like the best. So uh, as we go through this episode, um, we're going to be some using technical difficulties. Yeah, there may be technical difficulties. Uh, there may not be because uh, we're just that polished said no yeah. one ever. Um, but uh, <laughs> just want to let everyone know that without further ado, Justin, uh, what have you been up to? Well, I would actually like to start off with a call to action here. Um, I would like if anyone watching right now would leave a comment because I want to make sure I can see the comments. If you followed our show before, um, you know that we will often throw your comments up during the stream uh, and we'll react to them. And I don't know if it works on this one. So if somebody could, I see that we do have people viewing us right now. If anybody could just leave a comment just saying, hey, how you doing? Hey, Justin, hey. you look hey. nice tonight. You know, anything. Um, I would appreciate that. I still don't see any comments coming through. So either you're not leaving them or it doesn't work. So hopefully I'll tell we'll you what. Some. Well, I'll tell you what, while uh, you go ahead and tell us what you've been up to this yeah. week, once you go and then I start to go, maybe go to the mobile app and check our stream just to see if maybe anybody's chatting sure. in. But, you know, yeah. we're um, learning. We are, we are definitely uh, learning. Um, so what I have been up to, I have been up to uh, Tears of the Kingdom and a whole bunch of it. I cannot get enough of that game. That game is just incredible. Like. I've spent enough time talking about it last week. It's a 10 out of 10. It might be the best game ever made. Um, I did jump back a little bit into some Jedi Survivor. Uh, I played a little bit of Chivalry 2. Um, I don't know if it's the free game this month on PlayStation or if it was the free game last month. Or maybe it's part of PlayStation Plus Extra. I'm not sure, but somehow you can get it for free. Um, totally recommend that game. It's cross-play. Oh! That was me. I see. Oh, it was Travis. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I yeah, just... I see that now. I, I don't okay. think I can send comments out unless you did th that from their actual sites. Is that what you did? No, I did it from here. Okay, you know what? I actually have an idea. I can just uh, come here and say, yo, from my own personal account. We'll see if it pops up. It's not. So <laughs> we may not have your comments. Oh, yeah, it did. Oh, it just popped it up. Okay, yeah, you're good. so you guys just didn't listen to my call to action. That's fine. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we're not doing they, that, guys. They hate you that much. Guys, you idiot. Um, they do. 
Um, but I've been playing some Chivalry 2. Uh, the new Town of Salem game entered early access just like a few days ago. Um, I, I know I've talked about it before on the show. I love Town of Salem. Um, what I'm going to say... <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. I was about to be really pretentious. Um, if you liked Among Us, you will probably love this game game it does require a little bit more brain power than among us there's a lot of moving parts a lot of roles you have to learn uh, and a lot of stuff to keep up with um but town of salem 2 just came out and you can kind of tell that they borrowed a few things from among us um just the, the moving around part the original is more like a board game okay. um that you just play as a video game but uh this one has some movement you can like have your own house and fix it up and stuff like that you know so when they come and kill you at night they can see all your nice furniture um but yeah i love town of salem i love town of salem too so far i have a few gripes with it but it looks like uh, they released the roadmap over the weekend it looks like those gripes are mainly going to be resolved soon it is an early access i'm going to get cut in some slack uh, we got caught up on season two of Ghosts on CBS. If you haven't watched that show, I highly recommend it. It is super fun. Uh, we think one of the ghosts may have gotten sucked off on the finale. Whoa! Yeah, right? I know. No, that's a joke that they do on the show where basically all the ghosts in the, in the house, they have some sort of unresolved business that keeps them from going to heaven. And the ghosts themselves from like thousands of years ago have coined the term getting sucked off when they get pulled up into the heavens it's so. such a swayzy thing to do yeah someone got sucked off in the last episode so it's a big deal uh and then we've been watching what we do in the shadows um which is just a, a hilarious show um highly recommend that one travis yeah all right uh so for me uh it's been a pretty uh light week honestly i did i know last time we talked i said that i was diving um really hard into uh hi-fi rush i did beat hi-fi rush um since we last recorded um it was good all the way through the ending was phenomenal it did not disappoint in any way in that regard um i've also dived back into tears of the kingdom uh which is nice uh i know our last episode we talked about i i had mixed feelings about it but now that i've actually just dove in and just kind of stuck with more of the main story so far i've enjoyed it a lot more i think um so that's been nice uh i also obviously watched barry this week which we'll get into um trying to think what else uh also watched uh a, a movie called the covenant uh which is a guy Ritchie movie that has um shoot i can't remember his name it just completely left me uh he played mysterio in the spider-man movies jake gyllenhaal yeah yes yeah jake gyllenhaal in it uh it's uh it's a really good movie it's also like way more emotional than i expected it's about the whole like us leaving um us pulling out of afghanistan and leaving all those interpretive families behind and all that stuff and like what happened with their families it's a movie that is basically about that um which i didn't know going into it uh but it's a really good movie um i'm trying to think if there's any other series that i watched i uh finished jack the season three of jack ryan i watched that i also um binge watched a new series it's a mini series on hbo plus called the last thing he told me um which has jennifer gardner and the guy that played jamie lannister in game of thrones i can't remember his name nicolage but... something right yeah exactly you nailed it <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> but uh yeah now you're good um but other than that that's uh 
as you can tell, we're drinking, well, mine just disappeared. Having some adult beverages tonight kind of yeah. liven up. I'm not feeling well, so I'm trying to rally. My voice is a little raspy. Um, but uh, with that being said, that's pretty much all I was up to. So do we want to get in and discuss uh, Barry, and then this will springboard us, obviously, into the rest of our conversation? Yeah, uh, real quick, I did actually watch the first episode of The Big Door Prize uh, upon oh. your recommendation. Love the first episode. Um, I'll keep watching it. And it had uh, – there was this, the kid, which I'm only in the first episode, but the kid from the school, right? I was like, yeah. where do I know this guy from? He's a guy on TikTok, and he has one of the funniest videos that, like, made me cry laughing. I actually think I sent it to you at the time whenever I saw it, like, months ago. You talk about the kid that's like, sits in the back of the classroom? Or... Yeah, he's, like, one of the funniest people on the planet on TikTok. Oh, okay. Well, he's in the whole thing. Then. He wasn't very funny in that episode, but... Oh, um... no. he's Once you know his backstory, you understand why. But anyways... Well, he's, uh... He has a decent... I don't usually like TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, we'll come back to that later. But um, <laughs> he's, his content has made me chuckle more than once, so... All right, well, I have to look him up. Let me go ahead and put a couple spoiler warnings up here so we can't say that we didn't warn you. Yeah. Um, we're, but, go ahead. I was going to say, we're not talking about Succession, uh, but we are talking about Barry, which wrapped up its four-season run last night. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, indeed. And in oh, wow. once, for those of you that are viewing or listening um, – if you don't want to hear those conversations, once the banners go away, you'll know that's when you can put your headphones on or turn the volume back up. So just so you know, but yes. Oh, wow. Go ahead. So, yeah, we, <laughs> I mean, there was all this tension leading up after last week's episode where, um, you know, Hank had Sally and John and uh, had told Barry he had them. And everyone just kind of assumed that Barry was going to, have this big shootout with Hank and Fuchs and his gang and everything. And it even kind of implied that where in the first uh, bit of the episode, um, he's getting all these guns. <laughs> like he's walking out with all these guns and he doesn't Watching him get off. into the car and getting out of the car even was so yeah. funny. Um, even, <laughs> even in its darkest moments, the show finds humor uh, with the exception of a few parts last season i felt like but um yeah that didn't happen barry didn't have a showdown with them which was a little surprising but i like the fact that bill Hader kept us guessing um i mean i'm pretty active uh and when i say active i'm pretty um uh i keep up with the postings on reddit with the theories that people come up with and everyone had a million different theories and I had my own. I kind of thought that uh, personally that Fuchs, Barry was going to die in the shootout that never happened. And that Fuchs was going to take John as his own and the cycle of violence would continue. That was kind of my, he theory. did save John though. He did. At first, um, I didn't realize what he had done, but he literally covered him up. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I watched the episode again today. Uh, and I, cause at first I didn't see that happen, but I went and he dives right on John. So a shootout does happen. Barry just isn't there, but it's between Hank and Fuchs and Fuchs is trying to get Hank to just say, Hey man, admit you killed Cristobal. Just admit it. You know, don't hide anymore. Don't be a poser. I was a poser. I'm not anymore. Just do it. Um, and Hank has a moment where he really grieves Cristobal once more, but then, you know, calls off the deal and Fuchs kills Hank, which I wasn't ready to see Hank go. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Not in such a not in such a fashion that came literally out of nowhere. I mean, there was obviously having a standoff, but I didn't think it was going to go that direction. I didn't either. Um, 
And like, that's another thing that people have talked about, which I know that there's been absolutely no mention of a spinoff, but people have said, Oh, if there's a spinoff. It's got to be a no Hank spinoff. Well, that's not going to happen now. <laughs> like no. our boy's dead and he died. I, I actually think there are two shots in this episode. I'm a big, like, you know, cinematography nerd. There are two shots in this episode that I absolutely loved more than anything. And that was the shot when Hank falls up on Cristobal's statue and his hand is in Cristobal's hand. And it's that wide shot. I yeah, it pans out like, that. I love that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that one. And I'll get to the other one when we get there. Um, but yeah, man, I just, that whole first like act just kind of went in a direction that I don't think anybody absolutely predicted. Yeah, no, I uh, absolutely did not see. Um, I mean, I knew obviously there were, there was going to be a standoff of some kind. Right. But when, uh, when Fuchs basically told Noho Hank, like, Hey, just admit that you killed him. I was like, Oh, this is, this is getting dark real quick. Like I had a feeling it was going to go sideways just based on his reaction when he brought up Cristobal, when they were at dinner, he was just like, yeah, immediately. I mean, that's like, what, that's what split them up. Yeah. And, uh, the fact that he said, Fuchs said, all you have to do is admit it and I'll turn around and leave right now. We can call this off. Like no big deal. And the fact that Hank was like, I thought he was going to at first. And he was like, immediately like, nope, not doing that. Deals off. And I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, this is going to go sideways real quick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we have that moment. Um, Fuchs takes Hank or no Fuchs takes John outside. Sally's calling for John, which I thought this part was a little weird. I don't know if she's just kind of in shock of everything that happened or if her ears are ringing from, the grenade. There was a grenade that went off. That yeah. People, I mean, the practical effects in that sequence. I yeah. Top notch. I mean, speaking of cinematography, when they're panning from Christopher uh, from the statue all the way to the end of the room, and as they're panning, you see yeah. how what's went down has affected all these people. It's laying and on the floor. Fuchs is covering John's eyes. I mean. Oh man, I hated Fuchs going in. Like there have been so many times I'm like, God, I, I hate Fuchs so much. And he always somehow in my mind like makes me feel okay with him again, even though it, like he's not. Well, first uh, after that shootout scene happens, right, and he takes uh, John. I immediately your voice came in my head and was like, "Oh, he's gonna take him as like uh, you know the next prodigy or whatever." I was like, "Oh no, Justin's absolutely right." <laughs> I felt like real bad because I thought, well, I kind of thought that Barry, you know Barry's gonna show up and and intervene, you know. Um, but yeah, that's not what happened. The shootout happened, and Fuchs and Barry share a nice moment where Fuchs is still like, "I still got you, man." You know, like he nods at him like. I looked out for him. I kept him safe for you. Here you go. One of the thing and, is too, is he had, I mean, Barry had him dead to rights. He could have killed him right then and there. Yeah. You know, but obviously he didn't want to do that in front of John, but no. I think he also based, doesn't know the resentment that Fuchs has built up because the last he knew with Fuchs, they were on good terms. And then he yeah. bails and has no conversation with Fuchs whatsoever. Thinking right. that Fuchs is still just eh, fine with And Barry. he doesn't know. And, and when he sees him in that moment, when Barry sees Fuchs in that moment, he doesn't know just what went, he doesn't know yet what went down. Yeah. Cause he hadn't made it to that room. Right. No. So, although he has to go in and get Sally. So he has to find yeah, out. Yeah. And that was, that was one thing that was, well, he does because in the next scene, the next beat they take, they're in that hotel room. Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of wish we would have got to see him go in, him see Hank. Cause I, I mean, even though like, 
towards the latter half of the show, they didn't really get along too great. I still think that they each kind of had a soft spot for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure he. I mean, he off screen he definitely went in there to get Sally and saw yeah. what happened to Hank. But at that point, I don't think he cared. Like, just get me back to my little home in the middle of nowhere, and we'll just keep living life. You know, um, Barry says a prayer for himself and for John, which I thought was interesting. And in how this is before the the shootout is supposed to take place, where he hopes that his son will have a happy and pious life, and. And they'll give him the strength to sacrifice himself. So Barry takes that as a message as, I'm not supposed to die. I'm not supposed to pay for these sins. I've already done this in some way or another. So uh, when they get to the hotel, it's looking more and more like Gene is going to go to jail for Barry's crimes, which is like so twisted. I mean, you take like, I don't know. I know Gene Cousineau hasn't always been like the best guy, you know? Uh Right, but to have him fall for these heinous murders, especially the one of his girlfriend, is pretty twisted. Um, but Sally tries to talk Barry into going to prison and turning himself in. He's like, "I don't think God wants that," you know, <laughs> like, like God kind of he he got me through tonight. I wasn't supposed to live through tonight, and I did. So I don't think that's what's supposed to happen. Um, and then Barry wakes up, and they're gone. Yeah. So, yeah which... I, I think she was just tired at that point. She was just tired of running. She was tired of just living the life that she was living. And I think even though like she killed somebody in self-defense, like guilt stayed with her the entire time. Yeah. And she... that's, that's 100% what I think that weird event in the house was with the try. I think that, I don't think any of that actually happened. I think it was her trauma because she told Barry, I think it was an episode two that she feels safe with him and Barry goes to LA and she no longer feels safe. Right. Yeah. So, I think knowing that, you know, Hank is now dead and she's raised her son like this. I think she is at a point where she can feel safe without Barry. And that's why she's trying to push him to turning himself in. She's yeah. just tired of this life. Yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I do like um, kind of to step back for a second before the shootout happened. I do really like the moment that they have between John and Sally, like yeah. in regards to just like having a real moment. Because up at that point, like I felt like she always kept John at like arms reach, right? Like yeah. she didn't want to like get close to him. Uh, almost as if like, she was like, he's not even my kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that she was like, you're a good person. Like I'm not a good person. And then they just had that kind of exchange. I just thought was really cool to see. Cause we hadn't seen that up until that point. So, but uh, yeah. So after that, um, so after the shootout happens, right. Uh, what happens after that? Um, that's when they go back to the hotel. She tries to talk him yep. into turning himself in. He's just like, nah, God doesn't want me to do that. I'm not going to. And he wakes up. Sally and John are gone. Um, Sally had mentioned, um, actually, I kind of, I'm kind of blanking now. How did he find out that he, she talked to Kusino? Did she tell him that? I think she mentions that she talked. She to mentioned Kusuna, it right? to him. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause she, that's why she's like, he's going to fall for these crimes that you did. Yeah. Um, so then he goes to Kusino's house and, is looking for Sally and John. Like that's the only person they know in LA. That's where else could she be? Her family doesn't live in LA. Her, she has no friends there anymore. It's been eight years. Kusino's house. So he goes to Kusino's, uh, where his manager friend, Tom is there. Uh, and while, while he's trying to tell him like, Hey, they're not here, but you need to turn yourself in. Gene is fumbling around with that gun. And, and I thought, not well, he is not well. He's not. He's looking at awful reports about how his son has basically agreed with the story that he was involved in this. And um, I thought he was actually going to kill himself. Um, 
I thought that's what was going to happen, but as as Barry concedes to turn himself in, he gets shot in the chest. And he looks up and he sees uh, Gene and his long, glorious hair and his beard, and he says the words, oh, wow. <laughs> and then eats yeah. a bullet right to the forehead. <laughs> yeah, and that's... Was crazy. And that's how you know, like, he had... Keep in mind, like... there's 10 minutes left at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like when this happened so early, I was like, what do we do from here? Yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah, not only did they not give us Barry in a shootout. <laughs> um, and I think the thing, too, is, is like what's really crazy is like Barry comes to like this moment because Tom's talking to him about, hey, Gene's not doing well, right? Like, maybe you should yeah. use this as an opportunity. Maybe it's a good thing you're here. Uh, and Barry decides he's going to give himself up, right? And then right when he, like, literally starts to mouth those words, like, you know, call the police, I'm going to turn myself, and then, bam. <laughs> Just, like, gone. Yeah, um, and that that brings me to my next favorite shot of the season. So, uh, real quick, there was a little bit of, of a fake-out, in a way. Um, I, I saw on, on online people felt fake, like there was a fake-out almost, where... Um, you see Gene sit down, the camera pulls out, and you see Barry sitting on the chair, blood pouring from his head. Gene just sitting on the couch, facing the camera. And I love that shot, too. That shot is really well done. But then the camera goes to black, and then you hear an applause, and there's an audience. And you're like, did we just get tricked? Like, has this whole thing been like a stage play? But no, it's not. Instead, it is another time jump. This one about, what, you say 10 years? Yeah. Maybe not and quite it, 10 years, maybe it, eight years. Yeah, and I think it's the kid that uh, played Billy in It. Yeah, which is weird because Bill Hader played the grown-up version of a different person. So you would have thought they would have got him yeah. to play his son. But yeah, it's uh, I forget the actor's name, but yeah, he played Bill in uh, It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2. Yeah, so we get, uh, obviously, the crowd with the standing ovation. It's a play, a play that Sally's been a part of. It looks almost, and it's a school play, right? So it's almost as if she's a drama teacher, right? Um, And then, uh, you know, from that, obviously, uh, we see her get asked out, and she was like, immediately, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Which, Which, obviously, I think she's probably still dealing with a lot of the fallout of what's happened years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what do you think her relationship with John looks like? Do you think she settled in more to like a mom or what do you think that's about? Probably. But if you picked up on it, um, so John asks if he can go out with his friend and Sally says, yes. And he tells her that she loves him and she does not return that, which I don't know if that was a big deal or not, but I point out what I picked up on is she was still very much all about herself. And she was all about, what have I accomplished? What does that look like to everybody else? Because if you remember, before she even got in the car, instead of returning the I love you, she says, do you really think it was good? Do you really think they liked it? She's still self-involved. And then he says yes, and then she smiles and get in the, gets in the car. And then as she's driving, she keeps like looking at these flowers that obviously were given to her from the you know doing the play and doing a good job or whatever. And she just kind of smiles. You know, so it's like she's still all about like herself. I feel like that that hasn't changed at all. That, um, I don't think that's going to change. I think no. people are just who they are. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, then, I mean, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Nope. I was just going to say the next scene we see after that is 
I was starting to wonder, like, what is this guy and John going to go get into? I'm like, what's going on? And then he brings him over to watch the biopic, essentially. The collector. The mask collector, absolutely. And I'm thinking, like, but it's done in a completely different way. I mean, theoretically, it's done basically how it got spun into um, – spun into Kusno and and what they think really happened which was not the fact at all yeah so the movie portrays barry as a hero a war hero who comes home and is looking for a mentor and a father figure and he gets wrapped up with that mean evil gene Kusno who manipulates him into killing janice or helping him get rid of janice moss's yeah. body uh and then it ends with a big um shootout uh, where Barry is killed, uh, unarmed, by Gene Cousineau. Um, and the end of the movie, before the credits roll, it shows that uh, Gene Cousineau is serving a life prison sentence for the murders of Janice Moss and Barry Bergman, and that Barry is resting in Arlington Cemetery with full honors, which is just so twisted. Like, the fact that he left us with that is so messed up. <laughs> well, I think so, too. Like, I think his whole thing, this whole series has been about him finding redemption. Yeah. Right? And the fact that he accidentally gets redemption in everyone else's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Except Even those who he, knew him. Yeah, except those who knew him, obviously. Um, But definitely not what I expected us to get. But I'm not mad about it. I mean, overall, did you like it? I did. I loved it. I thought it ended in the most Barry way possible. I mean, Barry has constantly been a show that has just like subverted our expectations. It's always gone down this weird path. I mean, every week there's been just like theory after theory after theory, and none of them have panned out. Cause like, he's just thinking, okay, I got him thinking this way. I'm going to pull the rug out and go the other way. And like, while the idea of the movie being made was a possibility, um, not like that, I don't think. Like that was just absolutely wild. John was smiling during the movie, and I don't know if that's because his dad, if he thinks his dad's a hero. I mean, him being eight before, I mean, you're gonna have some memories of all that stuff, but maybe not the specific conversations, or maybe there's some spinning that was done afterwards. Once everything happened, maybe he was just kind of conditioned to think a certain way. As far as like, well, yeah, your dad wasn't a bad guy. He's a hero because that's just the story that's going around. And you might as well not have a hard life thinking that your dad murdered, you know, dozens of people. You might as well have people think that he's a hero to make your life easier. So I don't know, man. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, we don't really know what John thinks of his dad because he didn't technically see his dad do anything wrong or act a certain kind of way. So it could be like what they portrayed Barry to be is what he knows. You know what exactly. I mean? And because and, and, we don't know if Sally told him, you know, any any other thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. What did you think? Did you did you like the finale? Yeah. Overall, I was completely thrilled. I was like, yeah. I mean, as soon as uh, the stuff happened with Barry, with Kusno, it's like I, I, it took me a few minutes to pick my jaw off the floor, honestly. Like I was just not ready for that. And especially it to be because I because I inevitably thought. There's no way Barry's making that out alive. And he even said, like, when he's sitting in the car, he's like, you know, chances are I'm going to die tonight. And he's like, maybe uh, this will be one way for me to redeem myself and keep John safe. And we see this shootout. And then I'm just like, it, it's Kusina. Like, that's how yeah. it goes down. But, like, that's the most Barry thing they could have done, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you recognize the actor who played Kusino in the movie? 
Uh, no, who is that? Grainer from Severance. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I had to look it up. I'm like, I know this guy from somewhere. I just couldn't place it. And uh, it was Grainer. Um, and I'm glad and... they didn't get like super famous people to play them in this like portrayal, like documentary. You know what I mean? I expected them to go all out and have like famous, famous people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm glad they didn't go that way. It's like we're watching the Wish version of all these characters. <laughs> I know. know, and I loved how it was like cheesy and bad almost. Like that was just so. It, it's like something funny. you would see like on one of those like crime like shows. It's like reenacted. That's like super cheesy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Part of like, me was hoping that they would have got Daniel Day Lewis like to come back for just this small bit part. I thought that would have been such a nice touch. Yeah. But yeah. they didn't. <laughs> it's still yeah. it was still great though. But I don't know. There's only one thing, man, I have to say to Bill Hader. You know what that is? What's that? You've just been dying to use that all night, haven't you? I have. Now you did it. How dare you, Travis? Oh, I know. I knew this was coming. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, so do you have anything else that you want to add? I just thought it was a great finale. I can't wait to see what he does next. I believe on the Prestige TV podcast, he mentioned that he uh, he's, he's mentioned in several interviews that he wants to do a movie next, and that he's written a horror movie, and that he has uh, written a comedy, and he would star in the comedy if it's made. So, come on, people! Like, give him these, give him the title of director for um, a folding film. He's earned yeah. it. Yeah, I, I I'm super impressed by what he's done with that show. Um, did he create? the show himself like was it his premise him and alec berg created i don't know like who on what percentage did what i listened to the i want to say it was the conan o'brien podcast where he actually directed the pilot i don't know if you remember that i forgot that he had directed it but um whenever they were pitching the show together to hbo they're like well who's gonna direct the pilot and bill Hader, who had never done anything like this said well i'll do it and they looked over at alec berg and he was like yeah, he can do it. <laughs> like, like a lot of hesitant uh, hesitancy there, but um, yeah, I definitely recommend the Prestige TV podcast uh, for anyone that is a fan of the show. Starting in season three, mm. Bill Hader joined them for each episode weekly to talk about it, and that continued into season four. Now, unfortunately, the writer strike he is standing in solidarity, and he's not doing anything like that. But he did say that uh, he'll continue when the strike is over. So I don't know when that'll be. I don't know if you know. If I, I hope I remember to go back and listen when the strike's over, but yeah, I'm I, pumped. uh, yeah. Last thing I will say is while, um, while I hate to see the show end, I think this is, uh, one of the perfect examples of not only how to end a show, but not also overstaying your welcome. You know what I mean? Yeah, agreed. I think, do I think they probably could have got another season? Yeah. Do I think it would have been the same like caliber that what we've gotten? Uh, in the past, probably not. So I think he kind of knew, and he he chose a great time to end it. So where where do you think Fuchs is right now? Like we know where Sally is, we know where exactly. Jean is, we know Hank is dead. Barry's That's exactly dead. what I was getting ready to say. Honestly, um, I don't know. I thought about that, but like I really do think that he kind of had like a a walkabout in prison and kind of like came into his own. And I don't think he's probably taking advantage of people anymore, at least as far as I know. But I hope he I hope he found peace with that lady with the goats from last season. Yeah, I know, right? Like what's that about? Yeah, I hope he's there. <laughs> Maybe he went back to his wife and daughter. Oh yeah, the one the barista. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know. That was but, so funny. Yeah, but um but no great uh great series finale. So um 
we're going to actually pivot. Let me turn off all these spoilers here. Uh, but we're actually going to get into, since obviously we talked about Barry and what uh, great finale we thought it was for a series, uh, we're going to get in and talk about um, our top our top favorite series finales um, and then our least favorite series finales. And when we get into this, the one thing that I want to make abundantly clear, because I had to text Justin this, and he said he understood, but just so our, our audience knows, is when we say series finale, we mean the last episode to tie up the entire series, right? So even if we don't like the series finale, that doesn't necessarily mean we don't like the show. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into our favorite series finales. Justin, do you want to start us off? I can. Uh, let me put my notes back up. Uh, if, not, if, if you want me to go, I can start. Do you want me to start at three and work my way up? Or do my honorable mentions first? Uh, do honorable mentions and then we'll go up. All right. There's going to be some disagreements here. Uh, my honorable mentions are Superstore. Uh, Superstore was a great show that ran for six seasons on NBC. Uh, it, re- it resembled The Office quite a bit as far as like the character archetypes go. Um, and I mean, the jokes were there. They were funny. Uh, so I don't care if you, if you copy the office and put them in a, uh, you know, a department store, if it's funny and it's good and the characters are compelling, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. And that was a great show. Uh, it ended on a really great note. That finale, really good, really good for a show that didn't get a lot of attention. That was a great finale. I have lost on my list. Uh, gasp. Hang on. Let me, uh, let me take it back. I have lost on my list. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I think Lost, um, I think that finale is deeply misunderstood. Um, it was never about, let's ask a bunch of questions and get a bunch of answers. It was about a journey. We don't find the answer to every question we have on our life. Why would it be expected to get it on a show this complex? So I think Lost is absolutely perfect. Uh, and then I have The Office. The Office after... Uh, the it's, office was. I just a, want to mention it's so perfect that it's in your honorable mentions and not in your top three. But okay, go ahead. Well, my top three are very strong. But <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, I lost my thought. The office. So the office. I mean, we all know it. We all hopefully love it. It's a great show. It had a rough patch. Michael left. Had a rough patch. Right. I feel like they really closed it out strong. I mean, some of that last season was real weird. The stuff with Andy Bernard was like, just kill him at this point. If you're going to do this to his character, but like that show wrapped up on that last episode. Perfect. I mean, absolutely fantastic. So that was my, uh, those are my honorable, uh, mentions. Um, my number three. So I, I did cheat a little bit, Travis. I kind of put two shows that they were somewhat related in the same spot. So I actually have, One, two, three, four, five shows in three spots. Number three, Eastbound and Down and Vice Principals. Have you watched both of those? And I figured we'll alternate, so I'll do my three after you. But yes, I've watched both of those. Fantastic. Okay. Keep in mind, there's going to be spoilers here, okay? Eastbound and Down, I am a little fuzzy on this one, but I remember at the time thinking, what the heck, where it had this whole storyline where, if you recall from the first episode, Kenny's writing a book, Okay. And it gets real weird in that last season near the end where like Lindsay Lohan is his daughter and he dies and they have like space scooters and you're like, what the heck? And this is all the end of his his book that he's written, his autobiography where he's killed himself in his autobiography, even though he's still like 40 years old. So um, that show was just good watching that show at its core was more than just a raunchy baseball comedy. Like it did deal with like a lot of like self-esteem issues and feeling inadequate. And are you good enough to be, 
you know, a family man or do you even want to be a family man? Do you want to pursue your own personal passions? Like just a really good show. And it's kind of masked under this raunchy, disgusting R-rated comedy. Kind of how all of his shows are. Do you agree with that? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, he, he hides, he doesn't hide it, but like his stories tell pretty good stories that are disguised as these disgusting comedies, but there's usually a pretty good message at its core. And also to tie in with that vice principles, which was his follow-up show. It was a neat, clean two seasons, fall semester, spring semester. And I just love that show, man. Lee Russell and Neil Gamby all day. I would watch a spinoff show, a sequel show, any kind of show to revisit those characters. Yeah. Vice principles is a great one. I, uh, I mean, you're right. Two seasons is all we got. Sometimes I wish it would have been longer, but I, it was man. neat and tight and just did it perfectly though. And dude, it escalated so quickly. And that's the show that, that introduced us to Edie Patterson, who plays the wonderful Judy Gemstone and the righteous Gemstone, who steals that show. Oh, hundred percent. I was just talking to somebody about that today and also showed him that uh, clip that you shared in uh, Instagram. Which or maybe one? it was maybe it was Terry that sent it. About the one about uh, accidentally sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But anyways, we won't get into context or details around that. But uh, if you have not watched Vice Principles, check it out. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> and gemstones, man. I recommend watching them in order. Yeah, I uh Oddly enough, before I got on the uh, before I got on to uh, to stream, I got an article that said what should it was actually an email from uh, from HBO. HBO. It was like it was like things to watch after Barry, and I was like Righteous Gemstones coming up. I'm like perfect. Yeah, their two biggest shows ended last night, and they're like scrambling now because the next thing they have queued up is The Idol, which is getting absolutely destroyed on Rotten Tomatoes. Was Succession the other one? Yeah, yeah. I need to I need to watch that show. I've not watched it yet. Same. Um. So my third one is probably going to be really disappointed to a lot of people, but I remember watching it and thinking it was amazing at the time because it was the first like superhero show that I had watched. I mean, obviously, when I was a kid, I watched uh, uh, Lois and Clark Adventures. It's super cheesy, not that great. However, Smallville, 10 seasons. It ran from 2001 to 2011. It was a CW show, so that's automatically going to tell you the quality and caliber of this show especially back in the mid 2000s but the reason i like this show a lot is the fact that we get to see him start as a young kid just coming into his own and discovering his powers through every season essentially and it ends with him essentially becoming superman we never actually get to see him like in all his glory with a suit and everything like that. But that's where it ends is like, basically you've went on this journey with him from start to when he finally decides to step in and be Superman. You get to kind of see a little bit of his suit, but you never actually fully see him in a suit. And that's where it ends you because obviously, you know, the story that takes place after that. Um, the cast of the show is great, but this is all about just the series finale. Uh, and I just thought it was a really great way to end the show. Like, you know, cause it could have technically went on after he became Superman, but the fact we saw him from start to when he fully basically like levels up to being Superman, that's where the show decided to end it. And I thought it was uh, really well done. So you, you probably not seen small bill bill. If I was no. betting man, um, I haven't. No, Michael Rosenbaum's in that show, right? Yeah. He plays Lex Luthor. Um, and Tom Wellington plays, uh, uh, obviously Superman, AKA Clark Kent. Yeah. However, 
these are like so not only is there 10 seasons but these are like the cw seasons where they're like 20 to 22 episodes so it's a it, it's a big time suck um yeah. one thing i forgot to mention real quick i'm just gonna read my uh my notable mentions so a show that everybody's probably gonna be like i don't know why you would watch that uh parenthood i don't know if you watch parenthood parenthood was a great show great series finale um i don't know if you've seen the sh- the animated show bojack horseman i've seen uh, uh first season i like it yeah will arnett is hilarious oh. in it yeah yeah uh bojack horseman uh the show the whole show is great but the series finale was really good and obviously i had to throw barry up there uh it just you know i know we just talked about it but it's really good as well you're gonna yeah. put lost up there it, no 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 it's in a that's on a different list but anyways oh, man. <laughs> all right but anyways number- go ahead my number two, I, I did actually did some shuffling while you were talking. I'm, I, I bumped a show up to number one. Yeah, uh, and so, I really want to watch the show. I didn't know it was so high on your list. Uh, I'll try not to spoil it. Uh, I probably will. Uh, oh, it's, fine. It, it's fine. Go ahead. I'll still watch it. Are you I good mean, if I spoil it, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul? Yeah, to be fair, let me tell you, just to paint a picture. Yeah, so paint that the, picture. And this probably, this probably works against my argument, uh, but the very last episode of lost the series finale was the only the first episode i saw i was so intrigued that i went back to watch the whole series so i was like so what is this? you thought the finale of lost was so good that you no watched... i was just so perplexed i had to know what the show was about i was like okay. what's this about but anyways good all right my number two is another one of those uh two shows in one list but these are definitely related uh breaking bad and better call Saul. okay when breaking bad ended i remember thinking good god that's the greatest series finale i've ever seen um just perfect amount of closure for all of your characters i mean especially breaking bad was a weird show because it had an episode a few episodes before this one called ozymandias that was almost like the true finale and then everything else after that was the epilogue um which is fine this is still the final episode that i'm referring to it just ended on such an amazing note where you got to see just what walter white did to these people you know whether it was intentionally or not his selfishness his his what started as a as a as a ploy to pay his medical bills turned into a power hungry trip and it's just a really great show and it ended really well and then the fact that we got the spinoff show better call saul that final season for better call saul is like peak television honestly the last three seasons of better call saul are just absolute essential viewing i'm not saying the first two or three, one or two or three, how many seasons there are. I'm not saying the, saying the first few are bad. Um, I do feel like the first season was trying to figure out, you know, what kind of show, what story are we telling? And then it really escalates from there. Um, but that finale of Better Call Saul, man, that was super satisfying. I've gone back and I've watched that finale a couple of times. That entire final season, that was really good. Um, highly recommend watching, if you haven't, watching Breaking Bad them watching better call saw i mean you're going to watch about 12 seasons of television but like none of it's bad all right i i get so much crap for not watching for i've not seen any of those shows i didn't spoil it because i knew you hadn't seen it but man those are good (laughs) okay that's fine um all right my number two is probably a hot take because not a lot of people like this show but yeah i uh, saw this on here and i thought that's a surprising because it's usually on the list of worst ones right uh it's mixed depending on what list you're looking at, but uh, Seinfeld is my number two. Um, you know, I think you have to understand this, that that Seinfeld has always been a show that's about nothing. That's its whole pitch, right? It's a show about absolutely nothing. Typically, when you're watching shows that are like 
30 to 40 minutes. There's like a story arc where somebody makes a mistake in the beginning and they're always learning a, like a lesson at the end. The show is not about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, you know, and the, and the cool thing is with the, uh, in the finale, they broke it up into two parts. It's a two part episode, but basically they're on trial. Like uh, they're on trial in a small town and the witnesses that they call are all these people from the previous episodes from the past 10 seasons that had like really funny or high story arcs. Like you had the postal guy, you had the soup Nazi, you had like all these people that basically that they had had run-ins that created memorable moments coming to testify that Jerry and his friends are terrible people. Uh, and as they're testifying, you're seeing flashbacks throughout the entire 10 seasons and it ends with them just being in jail. And that's yeah. how it, that's, that's how it ends. Uh, and I just thought it was cool because it's like a journey of the past 10 years uh, that they've been doing the show. And you're kind of seeing all these highlights along the way. And the fact that they brought people that, you know, had been in it back, that maybe even hadn't been in since like the second season, they brought them back, you know, to, to have a scene. I just thought was really, really cool. And the fact that like it ended in jail, I thought was so appropriate for what they wanted the show to be about, which was a show about nothing. Right. Every episode, there wasn't a theme. It was just like, it's just every episode's a one-off. That's the thing about it. While there is reoccurring characters, like it's just a one-off. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, that was my number two. I, I just started Seinfeld uh, earlier this year uh, for the first time. I'm in season. I'm at the end of season two, I believe. Man, so. I spoiled it for you. You should have said. I, I knew. I knew how it ended. So you're good. Uh, you're good. Yeah. Uh, my number one. So I did move this around a little bit. Uh, my number one is. A and you show can spoil for... this as much as you want. I'm still gonna no, watch it. If you're gonna watch it, I'm not spoiling it. Okay. Okay. Like it's too. It's, so this show is one of those beautiful shows I've ever watched in my life. Okay. Um, it's called The Good Place. And it's by Michael Schur, who played Moe's on The Office, but he also created this show. He created Parks and Rec. He wrote for The Office. He wrote for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. His writing credits are pretty impressive. Um, and it's Moe's, of all people. Moe's, yeah. Um, so essentially, um, it's about a group of people who they've all died, and they've gone to the good place, right? Um, oh, man, you're not watching. This is going to make this difficult. Here, um, I'll tell you what. Let me just take my ears off. You give me a thumbs up when I can come back. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So, yeah. So, it's essentially a show about these people who they all die. They go to the good place. They never knew each other or anything like that, but everyone has a soulmate. Um, So, they're going through this afterlife together, but things are going wrong, and you find out that Eleanor doesn't belong there. Turns out they're in the bad place instead of the good place. It's all a ploy. Uh, It looks like Travis might be hearing me. I can't tell. Can you hear me, Travis? Can you? No, okay. You're, you're, no, don't come back. Don't come back. Um, but that finale, when they finally figure everything out and they are in the true good place, they are, um, they're not fulfilled. They're bored. They've spent maybe hundreds of thousands of years in the good place and they just have nothing else to look forward to. There's nothing else to do except cease to exist. And they each one by one find their peace and they cease to exist. And it's like just a beautiful show. So highly recommend that one. That entire four series run was nice. It was tight. It had like no issues whatsoever. Um, that was a show that knew exactly what it was doing from day one and how it was going to end. And there was no wasting time. And it was really great. Travis, you can come back. Do you see me? Okay. He's coming back, everybody. He's a little slow, but he's, there he is. Sorry. I was, I was changing my list around, but okay. there's our there's our boy. He's back. See, that wasn't so bad. I didn't have anything spoiled for me, but our listeners yeah. did. 
Yeah, they did. Well, it says spoilers at the bottom, but I know I got you. Um, yeah. All right, I'm really excited to watch that show. Plus, I like Kristen Bell. Uh, she's really cool. Barry just ended, man. If you could start it tonight, that would be great. Okay, I might it's do four that. seasons. And they're like twelve episodes each. Like you could finish it by the end of the week. Well, I have to. So I just started a new show that was recommended to me called Miss Davis. I think I was telling you about it. Uh, I started last night too. How'd you like it? Uh, it's good so far. It's super interesting. It's like, uh, no, it's like not anything like I expected. I'll tell you. You that. know who created that, right? Or co-created it? Who was that? Our boy Damon Lindelof created the best show of all time with one of the best finales, Lost. Oh my God! Here we go. Yeah. Okay. All right, my number one, uh, and this is, and what's oddly enough is these like, are the worst finales of all. Oh no, you're starting to do your first. You yeah, haven't done your yeah, first best. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Uh, well, what I was gonna say is this: this show did not really show up on any list, good or bad, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, but mine is The Office, and I think the biggest reason that I don't think it's awful is because I came into The Office much later. I did not watch this show when it actively aired, and I didn't watch it for the first time until like two years ago. But now it's like my go-to show when I want something to run in the background that I can just listen to, and when I'm hearing it, I know exactly what's happening. You know what I mean? You have sh- you have shows like that, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. We, put, we honestly fall asleep to it every night. Yeah, yeah. So the reason that I really like The Office is, do I think it overstayed its welcome and it probably should have just ended with Michael? Probably. However... The way that they did it at the end where obviously we finally get to see uh, Dwight and Angela together and they bring Michael back, I thought was really cool. Um, you know, and obviously just in that short amount of time he's in it, he had to get the that's what she said in there. Um, but I thought that was just a beautiful moment between the two of them. You know what I mean? And the fact we get to see um, Dwight finally become manager. Right. I think is awesome. But also, I really like that we got to see after the fact, like what the documentary looked like in regards of like we got to see them on stage. We got to see the audience interact, ask questions and just kind of what was happening outside of the documentary, I thought was is a really cool thing to see. Um, so that's why I think it's one of my favorites, um, just because. I came to it much later in life and I just really liked the the show, but the series finale, I just thought for a show that should have ended two or three seasons sooner, they did a good job of, I feel like saving the series in the finale, because to your point, there was some rough patches after Michael left, obviously, but I still think they kind of pulled off the finale uh, regardless of kind of what happened between when Michael left and they ended the show. So, but yeah, uh so now let's get into our least favorite series and we'll start off with uh honorable mentions so go ahead there buddy all right my honorable mentions for uh the word i actually didn't have any <laughs> oh <laughs> so you fair go. enough all right well i was I gonna say whenever of... i was pulling my notes back up i was like i don't think i have any but that's fine um so i actually was in the process of switching my around so so loss is not going to be in my in my top three. However, it will go to my honorable mentions. Uh, so loss is in my honorable, my notable mentions for uh, worst finales of all time. The biggest reason for me, the show obviously overall show I loved, except the six, second season. I always tell people if you can make it through the second season, you can make it through the series because I think the second season is the worst. Um, which which show? Lost. Okay. 
yeah, the second season's a season where they're all just backstabbing each other throughout the entire uh, season. I just did not care for that. But anyways, um, so I just think for a show that had so much mystery that they gradually answered questions along the way, just when you got to the end, it just I, – I understand why they left it open for interpretation. Like, I get that, right? Um, and it kind of adds to the mystery of what the show was all about, essentially. But I just I just wanted more answers, bro. I just wanted a little bit more answers. Um, so for me, that uh, is an, an uh, honorable mention. Also um, – Justin, I removed Scrubs from my notable mentions. The biggest reason why is I had forgot that the thing that came after Scrubs was technically a spinoff, right? Yeah, that it was it was branded poorly. I mean, that's on them. Yes. So that was why it was stuck in my mind. I didn't like it because it was the the show that came out after Scrubs. I had to go back and look that up because I was thinking to myself pretty sure that was a spinoff and not part of the original scrub series so that was why it was on there initially because uh, that new show or that spinoff they came out with was not great um and then roseanne i, I know it's a really old show and i'm showing my age uh have you watched roseanne at all no so spoiler alert so there were seasons and seasons and seasons of the show right um the, the whole thing ended it was one of those shows where they woke up and it was all just a dream yeah, so I was just like, when shows do that, I just feel like that's poor writing. You know what I mean? It's lazy, yeah. the lazy approach. Um, so yeah, so those are my uh, notable mentions. So you want to start with your third one? Yeah, um, my uh, third one is My Name is Earl. Uh, now, this is not their fault. Uh, this was um, the fault of NBC. <laughs> Okay. who has a history of canceling shows, Scrubs, Community, before they're done. Uh, eight, luckily, ABC and Yahoo swooped in and picked up those two. But nobody picked up My Name is Earl, and it ended on a cliffhanger. It ended with, if you're not familiar with the show, Earl is, he has this, he he's set out, he's been a crappy person his whole life, he's trying to do better, and he makes a list of everyone he's wronged, and each episode he goes back and he fixes somebody that he had wronged, and it ends on a huge cliffhanger and it ends without him finishing his list. And like, come on, man, like give him another freaking season to finish this thing up. And they didn't. Um, now there was a show called raising hope from the same, uh, creator. And there was some character crossover. I don't know if they ever addressed the cliffhanger in that show or not. Cause I haven't watched it. Uh, but if they have, that still doesn't affect the people who only watch my name is Earl. So my name is Earl is my number three. Okay. My number three which uh, is no surprise to most people that's watched the show. Now, I know that I think you put... This well, is my number one. Okay, well... You just want to talk about it together and we'll skip my number one? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I was going to put both series because I guess technically they still tie into each other. Dude, they obviously. did it twice. <laughs> when they <laughs> had the chance when they had the chance to redeem themselves, they did it twice. But my number three pick and Justin's number one pick is My Dexter. number one. Yeah. Yeah. Dexter. Um, that show should have ended at season four. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, but for those of you that don't know, at the end of Dexter, uh, he puts himself on a boat. Uh, <laughs> instead of going to Argentina and escaping with his lover and his child, he decides to punish himself because his sister got shot by somebody 
and sails himself into a hurricane in hopes of killing himself. <laughs> when you say it, it sounds even dumber than what it actually is. Like that. Oh my god! I know, so right? Worse. And the thing is, is this is another show that uh, came to me much later in life. Um, and I think that was the reason is because somebody had told me how it ended. And I was like, why do I want to invest the time in this show if that's how it ends? But everybody was like, no, the season with the Trinidad killer and all this other stuff, the Trinity killer, not Trinidad, Trinity killer. Um, with John, John Lithgow, though. Perfect. Is a One of me for that, I think. Oh, and, and Michael C. Hall had cancer during that season. Yeah, dude. The, overall, the like show. Great. But yeah. to your point. Could end it at season four. However, they chose to. Uh, my only complaint about the whole show, honestly, and it's going to sound terrible. Not a huge fan of his sister, but other than that, that's fine. Eh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, what's your thoughts on uh, just Dexter in general? And then we can get into New Blood real quick. Yeah, I mean, so the show had a had an, an obvious dip and decline. Um, I want to say the showrunner after season four, which the first four seasons are the best. The showrunner left after four, and it was new people that came in, and the show had a decline in quality. They were still good, it's still entertaining, but like it wasn't like the same level. Man, that's stupid, stupid lumberjack ending. Just so bad. Um <laughs> I just I still can't believe that they wrote that, reviewed it, said, Yep, that's the one, filmed it, watched it back and said, Oh, they're gonna love it. People are going to absolutely love this. They're going to eat it uh, up. Yeah, because that's not what happened. It was r- real bad. Um, now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and springboard into New Blood, okay? Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. So so the showrunner from the first four seasons where Dexter was its best came back. He's like, you know what? I'm going to give you guys the ending you won. <laughs> Which, saying that out loud is honestly hilarious. Um, I'm going to give you guys the ending that you want. And the first, like, six, seven episodes are really good. Like, that whole first episode, oh, my God. Let me paint a picture for you, okay? <laughs> Dexter has the dark passenger, right? It's the, his voice, his monologue, talking to himself, right? And that first episode, he doesn't have it because he's done doing that, right? Until he, like, beats up somebody or kills somebody, I forget. And then it comes back, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, that is so freaking good. That was whole – That was a cool reveal. It was. Um, it was. Oh, man, that show is so good. Uh, that Well – until the finale, I know what you mean. they yeah. get to the finale. They're like, "Hey guys, it's our chance to really, you know, drive it home. Let's let's really seal the deal here." They screw it up again. And I listened to a podcast with um, the I forget the showrunner. I don't know. I don't want to know his name. He's dead to me. Um, I listened to a podcast with him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, he's just like I've killed my dad a bunch of times in movies and TV shows." He's like, "I'm just doing that here too." He's like, "I had dad issues. I'm killing my dad again." I'm like, "Dude." Your dad issues aren't my problem. Give me quality television. That is your only job. So no offense to people out there with dad issues, but like, damn, I know. I'm just like, don't, don't make the show bad because you got daddy issues. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They screwed it up again. And now they've announced like three or four spinoffs. We're getting like uh, a young Dexter spinoff. I think we're getting a Harrison spinoff. The young Dexter spinoff. I'll tell you right now, I'm good with it. If, Michael C. Hall narrates it. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. So that's possible. Anyway, that was my number one. That was Travis's number three. Yeah, yeah. So um do you want to go ahead and go to your number two then? Uh or do you yeah. want me to do my number two? Uh you do your number two. I'll do a number two, all right. I'm a professional at number twos. 
Anyways, <clears throat> that's neither here nor there. None of your. Business. That's the guy who just said that. Full screen. <laughs> Thanks Take for it all. Yeah, no Thanks problem. for that, by the way. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is the one I swapped out for Lost because the more I thought about it, the more the uh, later half of the show and the series finale was terrible. True Blood. <laughs> True Blood. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that that show. Did you watch True Blood? I watched like an episode and thought, dear God, no. <laughs> I just could not get into it. I'm not a big vampire supernatural type guy, though. It's not my thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, like the first half of the show I thought was was pretty good, but the latter half of the show was not great. However, just the series finale in general, just like how it ended, was just like it did not set well with me. I felt like it was lazy. Um, I just I don't know. I just I just did not. I, I almost wish that I could have just like got all my time back from watching that series in general. That's how strongly I felt that I did not like the uh, the series finale. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, so that's my number two. All right. My number two is How I Met Your Mother. Man, everybody loves the show. Is the finale not great? No, the finale is real bad. Um, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil it. If you haven't that's watched it at this point, I'm not I'm going to spoil to. the journey, but I'm going to spoil the ending. Okay. So this whole nine season show, which hasn't aged the best uh as far as like some of the jokes that are acceptable now and, and not yeah barney um, he's got a lot of them. barney would have been me too'd and canceled years ago um so it's a nine-hour journey where you're trying to watch ted find his, his the mother of his children right he's the story takes place of him talking to his kids he's telling them the story of how i met your mother and the first episode, he falls in love with Robin, who's his friend, right? She joins the friend, friend group. Several seasons later, her and Barney get married, right? And he meets this woman at their wedding. Um, her name's Tracy, and they fall madly in love, and they're going to get married. And then she dies. Then she dies. So he's like, that kid is how I met your mom, and I'm just a lonely old man now in New York City. And they're like, ah, you're low. Okay, back, back up. Robin and Barney get divorced. And it's so Bob kids... Saggart that does the voice, right? The narrator. He's it. the narrator, yeah. It's okay. um oh I forget the actor's name who plays Bob Mosley, Sag- but oh okay, catch you. Yeah. Um but uh so they're like, Dad, you clearly love Robin. Go get her. So then it's a callback to the first episode. He's like all gray haired and he goes up to her with the blue French horn. And then it was just like that. That was the show. That was the ending. They kill off his wife for the sake just so him and Robin can get together at the end. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's after he's told them the story of how he met their mother. The kids are like, hey, just go. Just go be with Robin, which is crazy. I will say, I'll give them credit. They film these scenes with the children, like I think all at once from season one, because they don't really age. It's like these kids knew the ending from like the beginning, and they kept it a secret, so good for them. Yeah, that's that's wild. That's the yeah, only that thing about that ending. I was going to say, that sounds kind of weird, honestly, for as much time as they put into building out the story and the character that and like who is it's going to be yeah. like they just like straight murder her. I know. And I, I'm actually reluctant to watch the How I Met Your Father spinoff because like one, it's different showrunners. So I don't know how it's going to translate, but like um, I just don't know. Some There's been character crossovers, like old characters um, have appeared, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so 
I guess now this brings me to my number one since you already gave your number one. Uh, and I can do this without spoilers because I don't think you've watched it yet. Still, I'm in season you? two, but honestly, I know the milestone stuff. So go ahead. Okay. Well, the number one show for me that has the most disappointing series finale is Game of Thrones. Uh, the reason being is that show had set so many things in place, like at such early points in the series that I feel like never come to fruition at the end. Now it's no secret that the guys that directed the show had been given, they were like, Oh, this show's so great. We're going to give you your own star Wars trilogy. You know, that's how much, <laughs> that's how much we believe in you and how great this show is. Well, guess what happened after the last season of game of Thrones and who doesn't have a star Wars. Yoinked trilogy? it. Yoinked it. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is like, they tried to make the Night King such a baddie, right? Uh, they tried to make the Night King such a baddie. And then Ari comes in and just straight assassinates him just out of nowhere. And just there's not really a big fight that ensues. And I just felt like that was cheap. Uh, the person actually ended up on the on the throne, not a huge fan of. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just felt like the last season was very rushed. I think they could have easily done another, like, another season after uh it just felt like all these timelines were being rushed so they could finish the show and move on to the next thing and i think that's where this show really fell short um there there could have been and supposedly i don't know if hbo has confirmed this or not and anybody watching or listening if you know this and i don't uh, i apologize but uh supposedly they're doing a spinoff show of uh just called snow um about John's time out like after the show, but also like, I'm wondering if Ari is going to be in it because Ari had such this cool story, right? Like being one of the many face gods that allows you to essentially like disguise yourself as anybody. So you can blend in and just assassinate people and all like none of that. Like she learned all that just for nothing in the show. Like it's just all these little stories. Um, I did like Jamie's redemption story because Jamie was obviously a terrible character at the beginning. He kind of reminded me of Sawyer from Lost where you hate him at the beginning, but by the end of the series, you yeah. love him. Um, so I thought that story arc was cool and how, how they uh, tied that up. But as far as just an overall series finale, that was my number one. It was real, real bad. Yeah, now, I've, I've heard I am that. curious if I go back and watch it again because I haven't watched it since it originally aired in regards to the last uh, season. So I'm wondering if I go back and rewatch it after not being so salty about it, if maybe it would not be, maybe I would think differently about it. I'm you in know? season two right now. We're very slowly getting through it. I did watch season one of house of the dragon. I love it, but um, yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of people seem to be really disappointed with that final season. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that does it. That is our top and bottom favorite and not favorite series finales of all time. We would love to hear what yours are. If you want to put them in chat, that's fine. Uh, if you just want to simply comment on this video and let us know what they are, that's fine too. Um, but uh, before we uh, before we end the show, we want to also talk about just real quickly, um, because since we recorded last, I know we talked about what we were predicting and things we'd like to see is what we got from Sony's state of play. Um, so... Did you get a chance to watch the state of play? I think you we all watched it at the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So uh, what were your thoughts? Were there any highlights that you saw that you were about? Uh, I will tell you right out of the gate, Phantom Blade Zero, that like Samurai Ninja game. With that looked good. Looked great. Um, yeah. It, it kind of had like this blend of like Chinese martial arts slash steampunk. It was just really cool vibe. Yeah. Um, so that was one that got me really excited. Um, what what were some of your, your highlights that you took away? Were there anything specifically that stood out to you? Yeah, uh, Metal Gear Metal Gear Delta, uh, that was looked really good. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't super turned on by the Bungie Marathon thing. Uh, yeah, that's an original. That me. that's their original title they came out with, like when they very first started the company. So I'm assuming maybe it's just a remake of that. But I didn't yeah. play the original, so I don't really know. Same. My uh, friend uh, Greg was like all about like, oh, that was like the most impressive thing I've ever seen. I'm like. Wasn't it looked it? like a it looked like a rehash of Destiny, kinda. It's what did. I, it's it. Yeah. yeah. Um I Alan thought, Wake too. Oh, oh, I know. Freaking Assassin's Creed Mirage, man. Like that looked like it goes back to the the old school Assassin's Creed. If that's the case, I, I mean we talked last week about games that are too big and Valhalla was way too big. Um uh, I think this is gonna be more contained and like just a story driven kind I of kinda, single player adventure. Yeah, I kinda want it to be less of an RPG than they've made it too. Same. Um, so I'm wondering if we get a return to that. I'll tell you a game that is a game that I don't normally play, but we saw the CGI trailer for it that I thought was kind of cool was um that game called Fair Games, which was kind of like like it looked kind of like uh payday slash overwatch. Yeah. The one where they were doing the bank heist. I thought that was really cool. That did look I never cool. I never played the uh Helldivers, but I know they announced the second Helldivers coming out. Um there's that another- looks good too. Yeah, there's another game that they uh, show called uh, Immortals of Avum. I think uh, we got to see the trailer for that. I thought it looked cool. One yeah. thing I will say it's interesting is a lot of these games that they showed at the showcase, though, are also going to be on Xbox. There wasn't a ton of exclusive games. They had a really good troll Xbox did. Like, oh, that's a great showcase. Can't wait to see these guys on Xbox day one. And I thought that yeah, was pretty I know, good. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we didn't see Wolverine. And I think the most notably absent game for me personally is the last of us one factions which or last of us part two factions which uh That's the came out there right yeah it came out a couple days later that they're having some issues internal issues with i guess sony wants it to be live service they've scaled back the team and honestly at this point i don't know if we'll ever see this game yeah i don't know either i know that was one thing we talked about and i was really surprised we didn't see it i will say a little indie game uh that i saw that i thought looked really cool um it was from uh giant squid studio it was uh called sword of the sea it was the one where it kind of looked like journey if you've ever played journey he was kind of like riding this thing it was almost like a skateboard uh kind of like a hoverboard over sand i thought that looked really interesting as well i i've really been enjoying a lot of uh indie games here lately uh as well but I will tell you, uh, as soon as I saw the trailer, I knew what it was. But it really made me want to. Um, it really made me want to play uh, the first one. Was the Talos Principles games? I've never played them before. Um, I see you hiding off screen there, trying to freak me out, thinking you're not here. That's fine. Um, but the Talos Principle games looks like one of those. It kind of reminds me of Mist, kind of like the puzzle, like exploration style game. But the, the trailer that we got for the second one of those looked really good, and it makes me want to go back and play um, play the first one. Um, any other games, uh, takeaways? I know we saw that we're getting uh, Metal Gear Solid remakes of 1, 2, and 3, right? Yeah, I'm really pumped about all of those, honestly. Yeah, uh, mostly the first one for me. Uh, but 
I on I'll be honest, I didn't play a ton of Snake Eater, which I know they added a lot of really cool elements like the survival aspect and fixing broken bones and stuff like that. Um, so I will definitely be playing that once this re uh uh remaster remake. I don't know one of the two, whatever they what it's gonna be. But I'll tell you a game that I saw, and I don't know if this is exclusive, but did do you remember seeing the trailer? For the one that had like the samurai with like well, I don't know if it was samurai with like the red cape and the white afro, and they had like this wolf with them that had like antlers, like were trees. It was I called Neva. It's called Neva. And at the beginning, it was like this trailer, and you see this darkness kind of kill this wolf, and then you see the little cub. Um, that one looks really. That one looks really good. Um, it's kind of like a. It's like a. I guess it's. They refer to it as like an emotional platformer adventure. That's what they're calling it. So, which seems really interesting to to say. Uh, but what did you think about the trailer for? I don't know how to pronounce it, but you had mentioned it was Sony's Zelda Killer Tower of Asher. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it's called either. But yeah, it reminded me of Breath of the Wild quite a bit. And I mean. <laughs> that's like I my only complaint with Tears of the Kingdom is that it's not on a PlayStation 5. It's not on a more powerful console. Yeah. Um so I mean, do I think it'll be better than Zelda? No, but I think it will probably scratch that itch for a lot of people who maybe don't have Nintendo consoles. Also, it may end up being something totally different that resembles nothing like Zelda when it actually comes out. So um uh, it just reminded me of Zelda, especially the, the last two. Uh, it reminded me of uh it reminded me of that game that's on mobile. Um, it's Genshin. on Apple Arcade. Oh, that's uh, kind of supposed to be like a Zelda game. I can't remember the name of it uh, oh, off yeah. the top of my head. It's something monsters. I can't remember what it is. But anyways, it had those vibes. Um, but it looks pretty cool. But I don't. We we're not going to see it obviously uh, this year anytime soon. However, that trailer for Alan Wake two though, as soon as that came on, I was thinking of you and I was just like. This sounds kind of like Alan Wake, and sure enough, it yeah. was. And I think the thing was is I went into it thinking that Alan Wake is just uh, like a Microsoft exclusive, but it's not made by Microsoft, right? I don't know uh, why. I it was uh, Remedy, who made Control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another game I want to play. Is that off. right, Remedy? I think so. Yeah, Remedy. I was thinking it was Remedy or Respawn. Respawn does. Jedi. It's Remedies. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's Remedies. I was also with you on uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, I told you that I don't normally play Street Fighter games, but the trailer for the new one looked really good. I actually did, I did the demo uh, on my PlayStation. I haven't got to play it yet, but I did download it today. I'm going to try it out. Um, trying to think of what else we got. We saw Final Fantasy 16. I know you're a Final Fantasy fan. What did you think of that? I'm excited about the, about that one. Um, yeah, I, I just can't wait till it comes out. It comes out, I think, later this month or well, June, whenever June is. It's this week sometime, but yeah. Yeah, so evidently... Uh, marathon was a 90s game from bungie uh but yeah. i guess it yeah it's coming back as an extraction shooter whatever that means but it just straight looks like the character do it for me in the trailer but we'll see when it comes out yeah i'll tell you another game that i saw we didn't get like a gameplay trailer but it was that one called uh i think it was called concord it was like the it was like the spaceship flying through space and you see all these different colors flying. It just looked really interesting. I'm not sure what that's about. However, uh, we we'll talk about this and then we can wrap up the section. What did you think about the, cause we obviously know Terry loved it, but what did you think about the, the video gameplay for Spider-Man? 
Yeah, uh, I can't wait for that game to come out. I mean, I knew that we weren't going to get co-op, but part of me was hoping we would. But it definitely seems more like a like a GTA Five switching. Between I do the like that switching between the two. I mean, would I have yeah. liked to see co-op? Yeah, cool. But like the fact that like I hope that it allows you to do it at any point like GTA did as opposed to only doing it during like a story mission or something or when you're supposed to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm hoping that we'll have that free reign to kind of switch between them in the open world as well. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. yeah I thought overall gameplay, the fact that uh, you're playing, you know, uh, you're playing the Spider-Man that's obviously has a symbiote suit on, I think is really cool. His powers look totally different than Spider-Man's, yeah. which is really cool. Um, and I like how in the trailer they showed how it's already affecting Peter. Like even when he saves that person, he just throws them on the ground. He doesn't check on him, nothing. And I could tell that like Miles was like, oh, something's off here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm really excited for that game. And we're supposedly getting it by the end of the year, right? Supposedly. Fall. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, do you have anything else to add, good sir? I do not. All right, well, let's go ahead and move into uh, the last section before we close out is not of approval. I hope you didn't. You, you love those effects, bro. I know you do. Don't even Take a bow. Thank you. Thank you. I do. Uh, That's like my favorite part about this new thing. <laughs> no comments tonight, though. We've had viewers all night, but no comments. I know. It's because people hate us. Just I give know, us the weird. I love you at least in the comments. That'd be know, great. Just like give us your social security number or something. Come on. Oh no. Oh no. That's that, that's shady. Anyways, yeah. uh so do you have anything for uh our listeners and viewers tonight for approvals? Yeah, I mentioned it earlier in the show uh, that I've been playing it with Town of Salem 2. It's a lot of fun. It's 8.99 right now for an introductory price on Steam. I do not get any anything for for uh saying that. Um, although if you do get it, it's going to ask you who referred you. Big scrub energy, one word. Uh, we'll each get some fancy things for our little house. But um, yeah, if you pick it up, let me know. I'd love to play some games with you. Um, it's just a fun social deduction game where you're trying to find the coven and the witches and all that stuff while you're a, a townsperson. And uh, it's pretty fun. A townsperson. Yeah, well, there's like a mayor, a prosecutor, a, a deputy, a sheriff, investigator. There's like a hundred roles. I like social deduction games. They're fun. Dude, pick it up. Eight ninety nine. Let's go. Uh, if you love me, you just buy it for me. No, I'm just kidding. We'll see. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want that. Uh, all right. So for me, uh, I'm trying to think of what my recommendation is because last week it was Hi-Fi Rush, but that was before I finished it, which was, it got even better. But I'm not going to recommend it two weeks in a row. I just feel like that's, that's... Are you saying you don't have a recommendation ready? No, I do. I was just... You just you're looking for every excuse to use that soundboard, bro, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate you so much. No, uh, honestly, um, my recommendation is going to be a show. What are you, are you just going to keep? You're, you're waiting for the cloud, the applause, aren't you? I, I can tell. Um, no. So what I was going to recommend is another show. It's the show that I binge watched uh, called The Last Thing He Told Me. It's a mini series. I think it's. I think it's only seven episodes, um, but they're all 33 to 35 minute episodes. So it's a real easy watch, um, but it's a really good show. Um, it's uh, and it's got Jennifer Gardner in it. She's from hometown. She's from Charleston. I forgot Virginia. that one sounded like that. I'm sorry. Wow. Bringing the kids into it. It's real strange. I wish there was one that booed. Yeah. We'll work on that. We'll work on getting a soundboard that we can bring in. How about that? 
God, once we do, it's over for us. It's over. No, I gotta. Sh- I gotta figure out how to shut you off. As it's time. Parks and Rec and the douche. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, uh, all right. Well, do you have anything uh, to add before we uh, before we close out the show? No, I do not. You wanna you wanna talk about you wanna tell our listeners and our viewers about the new thing that you uh you wanna tell them about our TikTok channel? Yeah, we have a TikTok channel. <laughs> Um, it's at Nerds with Mikes. Uh, I did cut up. Uh, we're kind of getting our feet with it. Right. <laughs> and that is actually very distracting when when you're talking. Um, Why? How the turns have tabled. How the turns have tabled. Um, I, I lost my thought. Um, we're going to start putting more content out there. At the, at the moment, that's a good one. At the moment, um, it's going to be clipping like segments from our show, little bites. But I think the goal is to eventually make uh, TikTok specific content that you won't find anywhere else. Um, right now, there's only like one real TikTok on there, and that's Travis talking about Link's Awakening from a few weeks ago. Um, but yeah. like I said, we're going to cut a few more and put them on there. And and yeah, so if you haven't, go to TikTok and look up Nerds with Mics and give us a yeah. like. Hit the, hit yeah, that button at the top there. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's what they all say. On their videos, um, yeah. do we feel like we sold our soul to the devil a little bit? A little bit, but little the bit, thing but is, it's fun. is, like for some odd reason, we've never posted a TikTok before, but we posted a TikTok and it has like almost a thousand views, I think. Yeah, it had quite a, it got quite a bit. I don't know um, why, but anyways, the interaction was pretty high for it. Yeah. We would enter. We would honestly like to be able to also live stream to TikTok, but you can't do that unless you have a thousand followers. So that yeah, you so, know, that's uh, what hint, hint, my friends, hint, hint, give us a like and a hug. But the way these comments are not happening, who knows? We might get a, a lot of unfollows tonight. For all I know. Oh yeah, there it is. There's the first one. Yeah. Yeah. How? Yeah. Link's Awakening. But anyways, uh, that's all that I had. Justin, anything else to add before I close out here? Nope, sir. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening and watching. Um, You know, obviously we're trying out some different new format ideas. If you have any thoughts or ideas or suggestions, if you hate things, just let us know. Um, But we would appreciate if you don't follow us already, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, now TikTok. Uh, if you also want to reach out to us, feel free to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. If you want to reach out to us via snail mail, podcast at nerdsmikes.com. But other than that, that's it. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. And Justin, you're going to be on vacation next week, right? Uh, yeah, I am. I won't, uh, I won't be here next week. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to find somebody else to fill your shoes, even if they're tiny. Anyways, until next week, talk to you later. Bye. Peace.